everybody. This is Steve Gibson. And I'm Sam Pro. And welcome to this week's episode of Distinctly Digital, a modern recruiting podcast. And on this week's episode, we're going to be discussing AI detectors. Ooh, hot topic. Yeah, you know, it is. I'm sure people are kind of tired about talking about AI, but we're all using it. Every day. So, so we should probably like make sure we're doing it right or like think about some of the consequences of our actions. That would be the responsible thing to do. Yeah. Brian and I, in a couple episodes ago, if you haven't, if you're not an avid listener, uh, gave a really great detailed analogy of practicing safe AI. Um, and uh, similar to those that you would have heard in grade school or junior high for other activities. And I thought it was it was good. So if you want to go back and listen to a couple episodes, you'll find it and you'll get a lot out of it, I think. Leave it to Ryan to bring it back to middle school. That's the level he operated on. <laughs> it's true. That's why he's not on the podcast anymore. It's, it's probably the level we always all operate on, uh, honestly. But um, Sam, we're coming off a, a nice week together. Oh, we yeah. Have, we traveled, everyone. We traveled as a whole company. I don't know how many people have ever traveled with 10 people from their organization on it's flights. So yeah. Hotel rooms, flights, delayed flights, canceled flights. It was quite the adventure. You get, you, and then you shove everyone in a big van and just drive for two hours. Drive for two hours. We live in this black hole called Missouri, uh, first of all. <laughs> and then we live in this even more worse of a black hole of, of Missouri called Cape Girardeau, which is a great town. Really is. It's beautiful. South Missouri is a wonderful place to live and raise a family. But we seem like we're two hours away from everything, especially airports. And so whenever we have to travel, we have to drive two hours to St. Louis and catch a flight. When you get back, which is usually late and inconvenient times, you have to drive two hours home. So that was, again, was done with 10 people of different personalities and backgrounds and experiences. Oh, my gosh. It was great. Yeah. I, I had a blast. But I will say by midnight on that last, you know, drive home, I decided I didn't want to see or speak with any of you for several days. (laughs) That that makes a lot of sense. But the fact that we all made it and and have come away still friends, I think is is pretty good. Yeah. Maybe closer friends than before. Maybe we're like, you know, like BFFs. I didn't know it was possible for us to be closer. So maybe from your perspective, you could be closer. I already thought that we were at that level. Steve, maybe not you, us, but like others, you know? Other, oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that for sure. Like we, we are tight. Yes. (laughs) We share a love of crystals. Crystals. I don't (laughs) share love of crystals. My daughter and you probably share love of crystals. Yes. Uh, I like to believe that you have a love of crystals. I don't know. It makes it makes our friendship deeper in my head. No, I, I do. I mean, I, I I like a shiny rock as much as the next person. Yeah. I really do. I mean, you know, they're beautiful, right? They're polished up. Absolutely. They're smooth. No, so I get it. I mean, I I don't know of the of the powers that are contained within the rocks. That's, um, that's the hard part. That takes a lot of knowledge and learning and understanding. Is the are there are there particular detectors? For crystals to see if like whether or not this crystal actually has a source of energy that's coming through it. Ooh, you'd have to you'd have to be like very good with your vibrations to feel okay the the energies. 
Now, how does one how does one get better at their 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 vibrations? How does one get get more in tune with that? I mean, it's about like getting rid of the outside world and focusing more on like your connection with the earth and with yourself and with like I feel like I'm not looking at you on purpose because I feel like you've got that stupid smile on your face and you're gonna roll your eyes. That's just my face. I can't help that. <laughs> but we can talk about something that we can detect um, on today's episode, which is AI detectors. Well, can we detect though AI? That's a, that's the question, right? Can AI detectors actually detect AI written content? No, it's tough. Um, my my overall answer, like short answer, if you want to end the podcast right here, short answer, who knows. <laughs> I think like that, that we really got to start providing some actual substance for people because every like everything if you like some pretty much every episode we have it would just be who knows who knows who knows well, that's, the that's the pain about digital marketing is everything is like in theory in a perfect world everything that we do should produce excellent results like based yeah. on the research that we do on the companies and our knowledge on you know the things that we're doing. But when it comes down to like the human element of actually interacting with marketing, it's tough. Like you can't, you can't predict it. Well, I had, a, I was talking to a, a client yesterday who has been doing a, some sort of lead generation platform that some, he, he uh, signed up for some, some body. I don't know where they're out of, but they're not recruiting specific, but they, they guaranteed them in the first like two months, three months, they were to get him 20 new, new clients guaranteed it. And it's like, you can't, and obviously it didn't happen because you can't guarantee anything. I, I, that's, that's the problem that, that, and I think some of the bad rap that, that marketing gets and some of the things that we experience with people's kind of perceptions of this. And you see it all the time. And so there's, it's just about, it's about doing the right thing and being consistent in what you do and, and good things will happen. It's just like anything else in life. If you work out consistently, eat the right food consistently, you're going to be at a healthy body weight consistently. It's, yeah. you know, it's no guarantee that you're going to lose weight, but you're going to be just a healthy individual. That's what we want. We want to be healthy. You know, the same thing for marketing. We want to have a healthy marketing plan, a healthy marketing uh, and digital presence. That's that, that should be the goal. And then through that and doing the right things, ultimately you'll see results from that over time. And that's, that's our position on it, but there's a lot of charlatans out there that take their crystals and, and wish well doings and, and guarantees upon marketing efforts. How did I know this is going to circle back to me being a charlatan? Well, I, we always, we always bring it back to, to Sam being a charlatan. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to hold my crystal here. And put my negativity in it instead of I bet, my guess is okay. If we take you and we throw you into a lake, you're probably going to float and swim. Yeah, which means you're a witch. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So, and if you're a witch, like wood, and you float, we should burn you like wood. Yep. Correct. Perfect logic. Right. Perfect 1692 logic. That's what, I, that's what I figured, right? I mean, they had something, right? <laughs> let's go. Let's go. Witch detectors. I mean, that's just as accurate. Yeah. <laughs> Witch detection in 1692 was just as accurate as AI detectors. They probably had it right. Let's be honest. They probably had it right 58% of the time. 
maybe like like a statistic with AI detection. It's it's right about potentially, and again, this all varies, and it depends on how much you take that content directly from that AI model. But it can detect it roughly you know, across five different models. What was it like five out of twelve times or something like that? So something somewhere around there. So it's not super accurate. But think about these people burning people in the 1600s. You know, they probably you know there probably was a few witches in there, right? Yeah. They probably got a couple of those, right? I mean, maybe you know. I know it's probably hard to talk about with because it's your people. It's a it's it's a difficult it's a difficult topic. Um, yeah, <laughs> but like it's hard to say like you're a witch if I throw you in the water and you swim, but also you're you weren't if you drown. But darn, now you're dead anyway. So um, our bad. Well, that's some of the problem with AI detection. So if you read some of these studies and articles, so it's not accurate. But so. 100% of the time. So if you have a, a, a say, say you, a student, let's use, just, let's get out of the business world. Say a student turns in a paper that they wrote only by themselves. And then they, then the teacher runs it through an AI, AI detector and it says, oh, no, this is AI. And that person cheated. Mm-hmm. Um, but they really didn't cheat. Yeah. They're still just as, as condemned as someone that that did because they feel like this this is a an accurate detection of that platform and so they're going to get penalized just as though someone that cheated so same thing if they were a witch and then um and, and when they were thrown in the water and they couldn't swim they die just as much as they would if they got burned at the stake for swimming so you're kind of damned if you do damned if you don't um yeah. and that's the problem with ai detection and why really we shouldn't rely on them because it is it can it can bring about some some uh questionable errors yeah and i, I mean like there's a ton of them there's a Witches? ton of ai yes but also uh ai, AI detection. okay yeah yes so there's there's no way that they can all de- detect the same. Um, I don't want to call them irregularities, but I guess differences in human writing versus robot writing. Right. And give you the same, you know, result. I know internally we've tested it and we've put something in there. that was a hundred percent chat generated. Yeah. It didn't say that it was. Um, but we've also put things in there that were hundred percent human generated and we've had results that come up say like, Oh, this is 50% chat generated. No one. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's not, it's not accurate at all. No. Just which sometimes is topics are boring. And like, ultimately, okay, let's talk about something, an aspect of this. Does it matter? No. It, even if it was like from a blog perspective and putting that content on your website and just giving people a reason to come there and read and look at it, as long as it like was intelligent and actually yeah. had factual information in it. Yeah. You know, does it really matter? I don't, as, as a person who writes blogs and also uses chat as an assistant, no, I put just as much time and effort into a completely custom Sam written blog as I do a chat assisted. I have to keep correcting and changing things blog. Like it's, we use the example in the office here. Chat is our intern that needs adult supervision. Right. Cannot trust chat to do anything on its own or publish something that they create without editing it. Right. So no, I don't, I don't think it matters. Yeah. I, I, you know, I I think, I guess the only, like, if we're going to play like 
like witch's advocate here is like the fact that is is like if if SEO like if Google can begin to, to detect it and they start taking away you know SEO credibility and for that um, or maybe even start penalizing for that in some ways. But I mean, there's no indication know, that it can. You know, what detectors would Google be using? Like again, how would how would we know the the accuracy of them? Right, it'd probably be their own product. So like chat, yeah, even has their own you know mm-hmm. product uh, that is that that. Um, that they used to, from an AI detector um, perspective. And so, I mean, you know, we'll have to see how, how it gets, but as those detectors become more advanced, but AI becomes more advanced um, mm-hmm. and, and the information it can come up with and the way that it can, can, can come, uh, you know, sound more human. There's this model that, or this philosophy that they talk about here. I'm going to pull it up because I'm going to butcher what it's called. Uh, what is it called? Sicko? Sicko, Yes. So that means, so it is substitution based in context, example optimization method or sicko. So we're just going to say sicko from here on here on out. And they they say, if you tell and you can write prompts to use, to tell chat, to write more human, which Mm -hmm. makes sense. You, You definitely can. So some of the examples they were giving actually kind of back up some of the experiences I've seen with this, where you tell it to write more human and it writes more human in the sense that it, the way that AI thinks humans talk. Like a cartoon of a human. Like, right, right. Like a caricature of the human, of human beings. Exactly. And, it, and it's not great. So, you know, I, I get what they're saying with it and I, I can see it like, see in some ways how that would be like beneficial and help, but. But some of it's just absolute nonsense in the way that it brings it out. Like they're saying, here's an example here. Let me read this. This is from a very long uh, scholarly article um, with many sources um, on some website. I don't know. Just trust me. So it says, hey, it's talking about a bush, an example of, of describing like a bush or a plant. And so AI writings, a bush is a woody plant that typically grows low to the ground and often produces multiple stems. They're saying that's AI, right? And uh, a way a, a human would typically write something like that would be shrubs and trees are both specifically woody plants with stems that survive throughout the winter. Yeah, I think, you know, e- either, one, either one. Yeah, I would write. I, either way. I, oh, yeah. It does depend. I would probably write that, that either way. Now, here's if you prompt AI and tell it to write more like a human. This is where it gets stupid. So, all right. All right, folks. Let me break it down for you. A bush is a short, woody plant that usually has multiple stems. Like they feel like that's more human uh, than than the the a, a bush is a woody plant that typically grows low to the ground and often produces multiple stems. And here's another version of it. So here's if they, after they put it in there again and told it to write more human. Hey there, I'm going to simplify simplify it for you. A bush is a little woody plant that usually ha- has diverse stems. And their basis on this is that, or the thought process is that, that humans write more conversationally, but it depends on what you're writing. Yeah. And like, I feel like it aged backwards as it went. So like, I would, you know, we were just talking about school and, you know, examples in an educational standpoint. So like that first, you know, a, a bush is a woody plant that typically grows low to the ground and often produces multiple stems. That's high school, like a high schooler, or a college age person, like that's a grown up. You're right. writing a grown up statement. Hey there, I'm going to simplify it for you. A bush is a little woody plant that usually has diverse stems. A fifth grader wrote that. Right. And 
And if that's like what we're trying to accomplish with, if we're sacrificing like like the quality of and the professionalism of, of a piece of content to avoid AI detection, I don't think we should do that. And it's, it's the same thing with SEO. Like, so readability scores, let's use that for example. Mm-hmm. You know, technically, we should be writing, if we want to be perfect from an SEO perspective, somewhere around like what, a seventh grade level, um, yeah. something like that. Um, mm-hmm. And But you know, in our world of recruiting, when we're talking to people, when we're talking to hiring managers and VPs and executives, the content that we're producing shouldn't be necessarily written at a seventh grade level because they're going to be people that should be able to digest complex statements and thoughts. So if we were tailoring just our content to accommodate SEO, we would be missing out on the on on speaking to our audience in the way that's going to make an impact. So the same thing from even AI perspective, if you're using it to help you write content and, and being able to be that great tool that it can be. So, if, and you, you, you degrade it by, by trying to just avoid AI detection platforms, you miss out on maybe some of the benefits of that platform. Does that make sense? I think so. Absolutely. So, uh, so let's talk about like, and, and we've, we've hit this before. I know we have, but let's just bring it back into how you should be using AI then. So beyond just, you know, telling it to write more like a human than it doesn't write more like a human, uh, you know, use it to, as a tool and use your, whether your own brain to create a base, base content and then use it to be able to maybe flesh it out, check it for grammar errors, elaborate a little bit more detail, but it started with your original thought. Usually that produces some pretty human, human content. Um, and the same perspective as if you are using it to generate the kind of the, the, the base idea, and then, then you're going to, then ideally you should be editing that yourself mm-hmm. and putting your thought and your original thought into that. And that in itself, one, it makes the content original Two, it, it, then it, I think it makes it human because a human is interacting with it and changing it. Um, and that really is, is the way to use AI, right? Yeah. Like it is, it is an assistant. It is not a replacement. Right. So. Yeah. Um, and you know, like you're using, if you're using it for, let's say like you are trying to increase your social content. Yeah. You know, you, you're taking it upon yourself. That's your 2024 goal. You're going to increase your social content that you're putting out there. Awesome. Great. Yeah. You should probably, instead of just like telling chat, like generate 10 social posts for me about this industry and rec- like maybe teach chat a little bit about your company. Right. There are really specific prompts there. I see them every single day on, um, on Instagram, like just different things. That's like, here are different chat prompts that you can use to better, you know, ABC, whatever you're trying to do. But the best way to make it right, more human is to um, interact with it as a human. Yeah. If you're going to just like feed it a piece of information and then expect it to like use a human brain and take its own thoughts on that. It doesn't have its own thoughts. It's like, we've, I, 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 my husband doesn't like it when I refer to it as a human. Um, And he's like, it's a robot. Don't talk about it like that. I'm like, well, I have to teach. And like, sometimes I will say, thank you. That's exactly what I wanted. And he's like, don't thank it. And I'm like, it has to know that that was right. (laughs) So it keeps doing those types of things 
just like when it does something wrong, you say, no, that's wrong. Here's what I want. <laughs> it sounds like Mark is a little worried. I think so. Some of those insecurities I mean, are coming out. Yeah. I mean, he also does work in IT. So, um, like, I get where he's he's used to controlling the robots. Yeah. Um, and he doesn't like this um, interaction with robots. But, you know, that's his problem. He also is one of those that is too good for an iPhone because Androids are more, quote unquote, sophisticated. Like, yeah, he's one of those people. We know those people. Yeah, those people yes, are. Do. Yeah, they're, 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 they're all about the, oh, well, you can't, you know, you, you can't, uh, can't do all the things you can do because you, you have to jailbreak and Androids are more open platform and open. You yeah. know. Like, what are you doing with it, man? You're just texting. You're just. Yeah. You're just playing Clash of Clans. Come on. Thank you. Like, Come on. You, you play your games and you barely answer your phone. Like, right. you're not doing anything fancy on this. Right. You're saving the world on your Android. Right. You're just running out of battery before we are. Exactly. With, with a little more flexibility, you're not using. Get out of here. <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, like, to, back to my original point, like, teaching chat um, about your company is going to give you better just everything. How how is it supposed to know anything? It's a dumb a dumb little intern. Yeah, yeah, that's, that, I think it's a good analogy. It's it's just a kid fresh out of school that hasn't really written in anything, has some you know education, has some understanding of of and command of the human language, but needs help. And yeah. so, if we do that, we don't have to worry about AI, AI detectors because mm -hmm. it's going to have your voice and be something that you can utilize to, to represent yourself and your firm going forward. So, okay. so, you know, don't be scared, use it, use it wisely, get it's involved with it. Job, you know, it's not, it's not, it's not what I think we need. Really. I wish the world would create. This is a LinkedIn cringe detector that <gasps> instantly took all the cringe from LinkedIn and just got rid of it based off of it, knowing that it exists. That's, a That's what I would love, Steve. right? Yeah. Like it, it completely can take that. If I like have on LinkedIn, I could have a third party app or like a Chrome extension that said detect cringe and remove it from my, my feed. And that's, that would be something that was automated Man. that I would pay a lot of money for. We should get Jeff on that. Yeah. I think we're crazy. I love it. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so like this post here, like this, like this, this real banger of a post here. Uh, mm -hmm. If you want to win big, you need to learn how to fail big. Nope. Okay. Okay. No, thank you. I don't know. Like that kind of crap. Not only like, do I not want to do that, I don't want to read that. No, it doesn't motivate me to like go out and like fail big. No. <laughs> the only person that resonates with is someone who just failed. And they're like, right. oh yeah, this is how I succeed. That big failure I had. Like, yeah. okay. No. And I and I get that like we're all trying to sell something. Yeah. But like there's so much like just like people like building themselves up as this glorious like influential like um, like person that has never existed before them and like they have these amazing original thoughts and that if you like subscribe to them or like engage with them or purchase this plan that they have or that plan that they have, it's ultimately and automatically going to change your life. And it's like, no, it's not like, are this you, is, I know, I'm sorry. I'm bursting your bubble. Sam. You, I know you, you should, so, to, Oh my gosh. This is no different. The thing, the crap we see on LinkedIn is no different than we see with, 
with like in, if this was like 1895 i like that we're going deck we're going centuries in the past like in this it. episode like it so we're traveling through the centuries here but like this was like 1890s and like some doctor rolled into town with a cart and i use the word doctor with air quotes if you can see me uh <laughs> and he has all these different oils and crystals yeah. and all and all these things on his cart that he's telling you that they're gonna they're gonna heal whatever ailment you have. He throws some leeches on you. He gives you a couple crystals to rub together. Uh, he makes you drink this little concoction or a little little potion. I will buy it all. You would buy it all, right? Yeah, that's that's you. So LinkedIn is that cart. It's that wooden cart that's coming into our town with all these charlatans and all these like ridiculous people that are charlatans. Is my word of the day. I'm gonna tear that, I'm gonna tear that off my calendar. Um, <laughs> Uh, it's, it's all, it's the same thing. So I don't know. I, I've, I've been more, again, I use LinkedIn every day and recruiters, you should use it. You should, you know, build a presence on there. It is vital. It does generate business. A hundred percent does. But the more I'm on it and the more I'm trying to participate in it, the more I just feel so like, I don't know, filthy in some ways. And then, and then there's the whole concept, like, so let's talk about like mental health for, and social media, right? That's Ooh, a big thing. So there's, yeah. you have in the social aspects of like Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, keeping up with, with those elements uh, and trying to like compare yourself to all the things that you're seeing and all the things that people are portraying there, like with un- inaccurate body images and, and mm-hmm. lifestyles and all the things that take place. What was, what was cool about LinkedIn at, at one point it was, it didn't really have that. It was a place where you, you know, just engage, you connected and, and you were a part of that. And now that that mindset has found its way into the workplace through LinkedIn. And so not only now you are you subjected to that in social media, but you're also subjected to that uh, in your social life, but you're also subjected to that now in your work life. And I feel like that's probably causing, you know, people a lot of anxieties and problems because they can't escape it now, even in mm-hmm. your work day. Yeah. Right. I mean, no, one, no one's addressing that. As, as someone who has worked in marketing for a really long time, um, I don't like marketing. <laughs> I take that back. I don't like social media. If I had a, my dream, I would no longer need to be on any social media platform. However, I have to. But it's, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a, well, it's a necessary evil. It is. And, okay. and, and it, does, it does work. It's mm-hmm. just, I think it's just, the, the, it's the same thing you see with anything. The, no, the yeah. noisiest and loudest people stand out, and yeah. and you see all they these people don't have something good to say, right? And they're portraying this level of success. A lot of them are that's that's just to dupe you into being a part of what it is that they're trying to sell. Mm-hmm. It's just a pyramid scheme in a lot of ways. And uh, you know, use it, be be authentic on it, be real on it. I get that. You know, talk, engage with your clients and your candidates on there. You know, be consistent and be visible within it. But but we got to stop trying to all be like this amazing, like next great like voice. Yeah, that's out there. I don't know. I think that I just feel like I, I, there's always that pull, and then you never live up to it, and then then you this is what and that's what stops people from actually putting out real information. They feel like they can never live up to this guy that got you know, a thousand likes on this post about failing big. And, you know, because like they're putting, they're putting out like actual good, useful content. And right. And nobody's seeing it and no one's engaging in their content. So they see their, you know, five likes and they see this guy with an or gal with, with nonsensical motivational speeches that they read in, in some sort of book or, or motivational calendar. Mm-hmm. And 
putting it on their LinkedIn in, in a nice font and, and uh, through a uh, through a Canvas template that they found, and they're deemed influencers. I don't know. Uh, you know, Steve, I used so I this is making me think back of like how I've used social media in the past, um, like as Sam Pro, the human being, not a work person. Um, I used to put some really cringy stuff out on my. Facebook. I'm not even going to bring up MySpace because there was some real cringe. <laughs> like my Facebook. MySpace. I go through my memories, you know, pretty much every day because I want to see pictures of my nieces and nephews. Like, yeah, th- that's I, I want to see pictures of them as babies and go, oh, they were so cute. Um, but occasionally I'll come across a post that 11 years ago, Sam wrote, and it's some Blink-182 lyric about some terrible moment in my life and i look at that now and i'm like oof shut up (laughs) no one cares they didn't care then they don't care now like you don't even care like right why yeah engagement (laughs) yeah we're all chasing that carrot of wanting to feel liked and loved and and then when you don't get it and like because you know, we have to work we actually have to like like we have to like make a living and provide real services and so we can't spend all day creating this content in these posts and no. and, and nor do i want to because it's overwhelming but but that there's that always chasing that dragon of that like that next like like and then high from that mm-hmm. from that you know reaction you get or someone's comment it, it's just i don't know it, you know maybe i'm we're, we're definitely off topic here but that cringe detector it's back to that like a cringe detector. That's what we need. That's what we so, need. That's what the world needs. It is what the world needs. Just take it off all platforms, all social platforms. Yes, we can, we can. And then like we can make it an app on our phone that we can then use IRL and like shut people up when they're about to be cringy. <laughs> like yeah. I just did when I said IRL. <laughs> In real life, is that what you mean yes, by that? In real life, yes. <laughs> Look at you, Steve. You're so I, I am, you know, I've, I, I'm at 36. I feel like I'm still really in tune with the kids these days. We are so close in age. This should not be like, we're both millennials. We're what? You're, you're 33? Uh, yeah. 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 yeah we're, we're the same. We're the same. Yeah. So and anyone who says different is dumb. Do you want to try before we go? Do you, do you want to try to redeem yourself? Okay. Audience, I want you to understand how hard I am trying with this stupid game. All right. So we're giving Sam another chance here to do the, the random celebrity generator and, and linking it back, whatever celebrity it comes with, trying to build an analogy, a metaphor, or some just likeness to someone's career, that celebrity's career back to the world of recruiting. It's a stupid game that we came up with, but the fact that we keep doing it and she can't get it, can't get it. wanting to do it. So I even I'm, practiced outside of the podcast. And I can't get it. You just got to get more in tune with your with your recruiting mindset here. Let's see. Yes. Let me let me find one here. Random select. I'm really excited for you to fail on this one again. And now I'm rooting for you to fail. Thank you. All right, you ready? No. You, I mean, right, Magic Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> so Magic Johnson, <clears throat> an icon. <laughs> um, I. I can't, Steve, I can't. Okay, so. I'm All a, I'm that a, keeps coming to my head is like one word. I can't, I can't. Is it AIDS? Yeah, it's AIDS. 
<laughs> All right. So, so Magic Johnson learned, you know, definitely there's, there's ups and downs in life. And um, like recruiters, you know, sometimes there's ups and downs. There's bad economies. There's good economies. There's candidate-driven markets. There's client-driven markets. But no matter what he faced, he knew that in that failure, and even though it may have been a big fa failure and a mistake that led to a life-altering, changing moment, that he could still find a way to be successful and persevere. He, he was able to change and become a commentator. He was becoming a, a celebrity and an icon. He, he was able to rise up above that. And he learned through that big failure to have big success. And so, like, like, like Magic Johnson, recruiters should learn that from that and, and learn that, you know, no matter what, you can, you can learn to have success through whatever you go through in life. Steven, this is why you work in front of people and I work behind the scenes because that was gorgeous. I never would have, I never would have done that analogy with Magic Johnson. So if I take like Magic's face and I put it into a LinkedIn post and I put those same words behind it, that you, if you want to win, win big, you, you need to learn, you need to learn to fail big. I guess, do you think that would resonate with people? You would get kicked off the cringe, like with the cringe detector, the, how good that post is. <laughs> yeah. Nonsense. <laughs> anyway, so Sam, we're never going to do it again because she's. We're never going to. We're going to come up with something that yeah, I'm good at. We're going to find some game that makes sense. All right. Well, everyone, again, summary: AI detectors. You know, they're, they're not verbally consistent. I don't think it's something you have to worry about if you're using AI properly. If you're using it with your own voice, you're prompting it. Uh, in a very human way, you're interacting with it, with it as though it's an intern. You're coming up with your original ideas and letting it refine those, or you're taking its ideas and you're using your original thought to be able to refine that. So just make sure you incorporate your voice into everything you do from an AI perspective. And those detectors, no matter how good they say they are, aren't going to bother you. And I don't think you have to really worry about it. So just use it for the tool that it is in your everyday recruiting efforts and get the most out of it. So, um, Sam? Yeah. Find us on social media and subscribe. You know, um, we are on the socials, all of them, including TikTok, which we're going to talk about on the next episode. Oh, okay. Yes. But you can find us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, TikTok, um, not X. We're not, I mean, we're on there, but I'm not on there. Um, <laughs> um, and then also, um, this podcast can be found on any podcast platform and also on our website yeah so steve i'm good at that you got it yeah so thanks for thanks for listening everybody we'll look forward to speaking with you again next time on distinctly digital bye